Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Dez, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show to keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Vote with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, everybody out there in War Room Nation. You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Dev McMillan. I'm at the round table with my brother, B. Austin, the hot block commander. Jimmy the Blueprint will be with us in just a moment. Uh, hey, B, yo, this thing of ours is days away, so NBA Hoops is definitely on the menu this week. So make sure you guys keep it locked right here. And if you want to get in on the conversation, sign in right now to the JW Philly Realty chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room or join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. You can call us directly in about 10 minutes after we gamble with Gus and open up the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. But before we get started... Same reminder we give you every week when we're not live on the air. Make sure you check out archive episodes of our show and also the sister shows on our network. You can do that at the hub, warroomsports.com, and the Warroom Sports mobile app, which is free. You can also do it on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Wherever you do your podcast listening, we are pretty much for sure to be there. Um. What up, fam? We lost a, a you know, a, a giant in Washington, at least in the Washington D.C. Maryland area today. Elijah Cummings um, has passed away, so rest in peace, rest Damn. in power to him. What up with you? Yeah, man. Man, just sad that Elijah passed on to the great beyond and went back to the essence. Um, he was one of the politicians that I at least halfway believed, even if he was lying. He was like. Your, your great uncle that you respected and appreciated. Um, man, salute to salute to him, man. Yo, this football season is interesting, man. I know we're gonna get to that later. Yeah, but, it is. Um, What's on your mind? It's real interesting. <laughs> That's a lot of things yeah. going on. There's a lot of stuff that you didn't foresee. Maybe at the beginning of the season, yeah. or even a few weeks ago, like things. Are changing. I didn't think. Like, I didn't think Todd Gurley wasn't gonna have no knees. Um, <laughs> I think the Rams. I think yo, what the Rams just did, yo, it don't matter. Really? You know what? I'm, you know I'm, what I'm saying. I don't even want to elaborate on that until we get right. to that. But and and I respect dude, and I respect him as probably top two in the world, Craig. But it don't matter. Yo. It don't <laughs> matter. Not gonna matter. <laughs> Yeah, it's not gonna be able to do. <laughs> All right, well that's, that's what's up. We're gonna get we're gonna get into that stuff in a few minutes. Before we do, we're gonna get Gus Griffin's investment picks for the week. So we're gonna start off on some NFL stuff. But before we get Gus on the line, just want you guys to know that hot tip, hot topics and gambling with Gus brought to you by my bookie. 
If you guys want to know how you can make some some quick cash, you can do it here, betting at my bookie. The NFL is in full swing. The NBA is back in a matter of days. The World Series is on deck. So if you still haven't checked out my bookie, this is the perfect time to check them out. You can lay down some dough on the biggest games in sports. Join us and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. Again, that website is mybookie.ag. If you guys are tired of getting a runaround from those other services when it's time for you to get paid, that's why we urge you to join my bookie. If you win, you get paid, no hassles. You're basically wasting your time sports betting anywhere else. So uh, join now, and my bookie will match your first deposit up to $1,000. But in order to get that, you got to use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, W-A-R-R-O-O-M. That'll activate the offer. So visit mybookie.ag today, play, win, get paid, period. So we're going to get Gus on the line to get his investment picks for the week. Gus, what's going on? <laughs> what's hey, going on? Hey, hey. How y'all doing? <laughs> All right, man. I see you went uh four and three last week, sixteen and eleven for the year. Um, time to put the the, the pedal to the metal out here. So, All right. how how's your week been? You see, we got one been, participant in the World Series already. Yeah, yeah. I'm, um, is going crazy. I think I've I've had several people um kind of blow back that piece I wrote on uh Charlie Brown, Lucy, and the. Washington sports fan. Uh, since I wrote it, the Caps won the title, the Mystics won the title, and now the Nats are in the World Series. If their pitching is anywhere close to what it's been, I think they'll beat either team. So, hey, I'm glad I was wrong. Yeah. Well, I was right at the time, but <laughs> hey, I mean, and and you're gonna get blowback on it. But what's funny is, like, I mean, I, I'm get I'm hearing stuff from people that you know never watched a pitch in their life. I, until, like, I don't. Last week. I don't consider. I don't consider you wrong. <laughs> I don't consider, I don't consider you wrong. That's, right. that's like that's like the whole notion that because uh, the boy that married Sierra, that's about to be MVP, won a Super Bowl that mobile quarterbacks win Super Bowls. No, there's an exception to the rule. Washington is still putrid and will remain putrid as a sports town <laughs> as long as Daniel Snyder is alive and breathing. Now, see, I didn't mean that. that <laughs> You're trying because to get me like, in trouble. It's, it's like the team the franchise that they love the most, you know, as long as they're down in the dumps. Like this this is this is a small reprieve for a lot of people because a lot of people really aren't hockey fans. A lot of people aren't really baseball fans, but they need something to grab mm-hmm. onto at this time. And and I'm not knocking them. Every town goes through it. When when a team gets this far, the bandwagon gets full. Whether mm-hmm. you've ever watched a, a, a play in that sport or not. You feel some kind of pride in your town, so you know it's a whole lot of new baseball fans out here. But no, yeah, um, a, yeah, there's, there's a sheep element. There's a sheep element. The Dodgers, I kind of felt like the Dodgers were the only team, you know, at least in the National League that could possibly that could beat them. Once they beat the Dodgers, I'm like, oh, well, I don't think the Cardinals stand a chance. And obviously, with the sweep, <laughs> they didn't stand a chance. Did it? Um, but like you said, they they have a good good chance with Houston or New York, uh, whoever finishes it off. But let's get into these picks for the week. Like I said, you were four and three last week, sixteen and eleven for the year, and we're gonna start with that putrid franchise that that B. Austin just spoke on. Um, the Washington <laughs> Professional Football Team are uh, hosting the San Fran- the surprising San Francisco Forty ers Ten point spread in this game. Where are you going with it? 
I'm going with Washington plus the 10. Here's the deal. Um, Callahan, unlike his predecessor, uh, is run first. He's not going to try to make fit a square peg into a round hole, so to speak. Um, he's got one of the best ever, even if he's not what he used to be, 75% of what he used to be, and Adrian Peterson. I think they're going to take – I think that's able to take a possession or two away from San Francisco. Um, it's a degree of a letdown game for the 49ers. They're very good, very good, a lot of speed on the backfield and on offense. But it's a degree of a letdown game. They're coming across the country, 1 o'clock start. Um, I think they'll be able to take enough possessions away to just keep it close enough. they got Scary Terry on the outside. Maybe they get a couple plays downfield. Uh, speak, uh, Washington, that is. I think they'll be able to keep mm-hmm. it close enough to cover the ten. Okay. All right. So then we have the uh, Chargers um, at the Titans, and that's a two-point spread on that one. Um, I guess usually the home team, you get three just for being the home team is what they say. Exactly. Um, so uh, what's your thoughts on this one? Chargers. Chargers, Chargers. They're there. They've been slumping. They haven't played well recently, but uh, you can run on the Tennessee Titans. And the Chargers have two starting running backs. I think this is going to be uh, Melvin Gordon's breakout game. Um, and they're they're a bit des- desperate. And I think everybody knows that Ryan Tannehill is not a savior. So Chargers plus the two, they'll win outright. Yeah, for the la- for the past two seasons, kind of last season and this season that's in progress, the Chargers is. They've been that, like, sexy team that people think can contend, and then, you know, they come out and they start like this. So they're in need of a big one here. So they better they are. pull this they one are. Um, Then we got this – this may be the big – well, this is one of the maybe two biggest games of the weekend. Um, you have the Ravens at the Seahawks. Um, spread on this one is three. Two evenly got matched the- teams, you think? I think it's the game of the weekend. I think it's going to be a straight shootout. Um, I, I'm taking the Ravens plus the three. It's one of the – again, I think it's going to be a great game. Um, the Ravens are one of the best traveling teams in football. They've been for a long time. Even last year they went to L.A. and beat a very red-hot Charger team. And at that time, Lamar Jackson wasn't anywhere near as developed as he is now. And people aren't afraid to go to Seattle anymore. It's not It's not the home field it, it once was. So I'm taking the Ravens plus the three. I think they're going to win outright. Okay. All right, then we got the Jets coming off their biggest win of the year. Um, but they got to go see uh, – well, no, they're, they're hosting the Patriots, I believe. Um, and there, it's a ten-point spread in this one. Go on with the underdog again. Um, if there's any team that illustrates why the quarterback is the most valuable position, it's the Jets this year. Um, I wasn't a big Darnold fan, and I'm a USC fan in college. But boy, in that first half, and we're not talking about a sorry defense, though they're not playing as well as they can. That first half, man, he looked he looked every bit the number right. one pick worthy, and <laughs> they got a couple of outside they got a couple outside weapons with Crowder um, and uh, was it Anderson? I think it's, I think I got the right name. The guy threw the big touchdown pass too. Yeah. I I think that's going to give Le'Veon a little room to be Le'Veon. Gaze has beaten the Patriots the last two years uh, in, in uh, Miami. And uh, I mean, the Patriots are due for a down game. So I'm going to take the jets to cover the 10. Um, I I ain't got the chest to pull an upset call, but I'm going to take the jets to cover the 10. (laughs) And that's just what Le'Veon needed. Oh, go ahead, B. 
can we pause here for for a uh, B Austin identification station identification moment? I just would <laughs> like to say I'm gonna keep it a million with y'all. I have never really paid a lot of attention to Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold, better than Dak, yo. And I ain't even. I'm not saying that because <laughs> of who I am, of who I am where my my allegiance lies. Yo, I watched. Got to rile up the Cowboys, yo, man. No, listen, listen, it isn't even, it's not what you think. His ability to use his eyes, manipulate defenses, pre-read, yo, he is kind of nice. He Y'all looked good that first half. That first half, he looked, he looked, the, he looked the season goes on. I mean, that, man, he if really he good. is that have, good, that's, have, what, have that's what Le'Veon actually means. actually watched him. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, same thing for you. I mean, I've watched Donald play, but, you know, it's, it's difficult to say I'm gonna sit down and watch Jets games every week. Um, <laughs> so last season I didn't see a ton of them, but <laughs> yeah, I mean he, he definitely has potential. I'm not I'm cousin, not where you are yet, but he has potential. He looked great cousin, last week. Shout out to my cousin. You know that that ain't shit. Shout out to my cousin Robin <laughs> Anderson, because um, uh, I, I knew about him. I knew he was in the league, but I didn't want to claim him because he was on the Jets. But uh, yeah, man, that's, my, that's my, my cousin. Kind of good. He's always been fast. He'd be dropping balls. But I'm sorry, Gus. Go ahead. I just wanted to point out that uh, Sam Donald better than that. All right. So we got um, we got an over-under here. We got the Bills and Dolphins under 41 points. That makes yes. sense. The uh, Bills defense. Dolphins I, might not I score. I think the Bills defense is the most underrated <laughs> under the radar unit in the league in terms of offenses and defenses. Um, the Dolphins have gone to Fitz, Fitzgerald. You never know what you're going to get from him, but I, I don't think he's going to – even if he gets a couple of touchdowns, this is a uh, – I see this as a 24-14, more likely 23-6 game. So I'm taking the under there. If, if they hadn't gone to Fitzpatrick, though, this would probably be like a 20 to nothing game. But, you know, yeah, exactly. Fitzpatrick is good exactly. for at least two touchdowns, so – yeah, he'll so, throw it down. He's not scared. That's one thing you can yeah, say about him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that leads to interceptions, but it's better than mm-hmm. what they had. At least they'll get some excitement. Um, so uh, we have another over-under here. We have the Packers-Raiders over 47 points. Yes, the Raiders have gone over three straight games. Um and I, I don't see any reason why they can't continue. That, the Raiders and the Lions are better than I think uh, pretty much most of us thought they would be. And uh, that I, I'm sure Al Davis has a middle finger up at the league right now because I don't know if you realize it, but they'll have played five straight weeks on the road if you include London. Uh, yeah, they got a bye in between there, but I mean it's really it's really a pretty rough stretch. And if anyone saw the first three with the Bears, the Colts, and uh, I think it was Minnesota, and after you told them that they'd be two and three after that in that three game stretch, you'd be happy. So the better we thought, I think the Packers they're still not very good on defense. So I think the two of them can easily clear that uh, forty-seven points. Okay, and I just realized on the last two, I gave your answers before you did. So we can go Seahawks Ravens. Uh, they're over under is forty nine. Where are you going on that one? Well, like I said earlier, that's going to be a shootout. So I think yeah. I think you got two dynamic quarterbacks, and I think they're going to kind of go up and down. 
uh, well, this is what I can do. This is what you can do. Kind of like Bird and Dominique in that uh, 88 playoff game. <laughs> I know I'm dating I'm dating ourselves. And if y'all know what I'm talking about, you're dating yourselves too. I know because I but, laugh. Uh, I knew exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be the best game of the weekend. I'm taking the over there. I see a 27-24 minimum game. All right. You got any upset specials for us? Uh, give me the Chargers and give me the Ravens. All right. So Chargers over the Titans. And the Ravens over the Seahawks. Who cares yeah, and, about and jump on that now. You should jump <laughs> on that now because I'm sure that that line with the uh, Titans being a favorite is going to shrink by Sunday. Oh yeah, so, that's going to move. That, yeah. So some of the times right. when when right. I'm when I'm doing this on the Thursday, which I, I you know I normally don't make my final decision until Sunday morning, but you know the investors out there need to realize: look, if you see something you like, jump on it now. If you anticipate it's going to move, because you may not get it by game time. And it's just like a stock which is why I so resent y'all referring to what we do as gambling. We're investing, and we need to destigmatize <laughs> what we do here. Definitely, definitely. It just goes so well with your name, though. <laughs> the segment just flows. All right, so we, we will uh, see how it goes this weekend. I hope everybody out there who are investors were listening. Uh, you know, you got until Sunday morning to get your stuff on. Just watch the market. All right, guys, so we'll talk to you next week, man. <laughs> okay, still working with my editor on that uh, football and imperialism piece, but early next week, I, I suspect I'd get it to you. Okay, all right, and we'll talk to you next week, man. Appreciate all it. All right, take care. All right. Gus Griffin, everybody, go get your picks in. Um, like you said, that line for the Titans, uh, for the Titans game might move a little bit, so you might want to jump on that now while it's – at two, um, I don't know where B. Austin went. What up, Jim? Um, let's get let real quick. Well, no, because it's probably well. I'm gonna say real quick, but it might not be quick. Um, I know you guys talked last week about the whole Daryl Morey situation and, and China and all that kind of stuff. But since everybody last heard from us. The face of the league, one Mr. LeBron James got himself involved in this whole thing um, with some comments that he made in reference to what Daryl Morey had said before. Um, And let me read you a quote before we talk about it. Um, the The Lakers and the Warriors were playing back on Monday night, and LeBron James was interviewed. He said, quote, I don't want to get into a verbal feud. With Daryl Morey, but I believe he wasn't educated on the situation at hand, and he spoke. And so many people could have been harmed, not only financially, physically, emotionally, spiritually. So just be careful what we tweet and say we do, even though, yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there could be a lot of negative that comes with that, too. Be awesome. So, um, would, would, uh, Chime in, fellas. Like, what did you think when you heard these comments from Brian? Because he took a beating on social media, um, on all the websites, the news, and especially from the people in Hong Kong. Because, you know, people were kind of calling him out as a hypocrite because LeBron James, whether calculated or not, seems to always be on the right side of history when it comes to advocating for the human condition, for human rights. But in this situation, mm-hmm. it kind of seems like, or at least what people made it out to be, 
was that, okay, in this situation, in a country like China, where his shoes make hundreds of millions of dollars in sales, where he has Space Jam 2 coming out and China only allows 34 foreign movies per year, and I'm pretty sure they're trying to get that over there since the NBA is so big. It seems like he has a vested Damn, they be locking it down. <laughs> it seems like he has a vested interest in, you know, taking the side of the Chinese government, if that's what you interpreted him in doing. I think it's kind of twofold, but we'll get into it in a minute. But what, what did you guys think when you heard these comments from LeBron James? Or do you want me to read his Twitter uh, clarification before you go ahead, be awesome. go ahead, be awesome. For a long time, I've taken the position that LeBron James and his media team are very calculated, very savvy. They measure the words that comes out of LeBron's mouth. And typically, you know, in, in, in the age that he lives in, being the ethnicity that he is, he's usually able to get away with positioning himself to, to the left a little bit. You know, if we want to look at conservative versus liberal versus moderate, I'd say he's definitely a moderate with some you know, he's taking some left-leaning positions. I, I like to borrow from something that my co-host and brother Des says. If you're not really risking yourself, then you're really not in the struggle. Now, what does that mean? I believe for a lot of the things that LeBron has stood up for, He's been able, his guys have been able to evaluate and look and say, listen, there's no blowback that's going to affect your brand or affect your pockets with the positions that you're going to take. In fact, it's only going to enhance it because you're following the people that follow you, the people that, that support you they're going to lean in the same direction as you because they're somewhat anti-authority or anti-establishment. Not, not really, not revolutionary, nothing like that. But it's always been a, it's always, it's always bode well for him and it hasn't hit his pockets. Now, as he's aged, as I've aged and matured, I actually believed at a point pretty recently that LeBron is genuine and sincere in his desire to be a man, quote unquote, of the people and a civic leader, you know, with his fame and with his dollars. And he certainly has done some amazing things financially for, uh, for less fortunate folks in his community or the communities that, that, that look like his that he, he came from. But I believe that this was very, very telling. Gentlemen, do you know that 10% of NBA revenue just NBA revenue, not merchant, not talking merchandising, not talking these guys' brands, but the actual league revenue comes from China. <laughs> and they don't have one team over there. That's crazy. Ten percent of revenue comes from a place with no, with no, with no team. And I think LeBron is keenly aware. I'm gonna let you rock them. I believe that this sort of betrayed his true colors. 
in that you know the human rights issues that have that have faced China. You know what the Chinese are about. You've been there. Dog before you let me read yeah, his clarification say- tweet before you say anything because this might have a bearing on you know on you guys' response. Knowing, no, I, I mean, I saw it all. I saw it all. Yeah. I, I just I mean, well, let me say it to, the, to the people, just in case you have something that that falls in line with this. He said, "I do." He's like, "Let me clear up some of the the confusion." Um, he said, "I do not believe there was any consideration for the consequences," because this sounds a little different than what he said the first time. He said, "I do not believe there was any consideration for the consequences and ramifications of the tweet." I'm not discussing the substance. Others can talk about that. My team in this league just went through a difficult week. I think people need to understand what a tweet or a statement can do to others. And I believe nobody stopped and considered what would happen. Could have waited a week to send it. All right, go ahead, Dan. What say you? I just want to say that when you, when, you watch, when you watch the interview both times and you watch it in its proper context, it looks a whole lot different than the piece that they just ran with. So it's two things here. First off, the whole thing with LeBron, what I find interesting is this, though. When you look back in history and you see some of the people who were considered pioneers or freedom fighters, African-American, and you look at some of the things they did in their time versus what LeBron's doing now, history has a way of glorifying certain things where it's easy to say he's not doing anything that puts him in any sort of harm's way. Because the fact of the matter is, like, and, and I guess this is why most things don't matter because you'll never be able to please everybody. LeBron gets just as much hate as he gets love. Like I, I spend I spend time on these uh these tweets because the tweets is dead, so it's about the tweets now. I spend time on these tweets, and the LeBron love hate fest is nasty on both sides, but it's about fifty fifty. He has just as many people who hate him. Um, you know specifically like the MAGA crowd because you know the president already ch- like checked him. So wow. he called their president a bum. Yo, he has a lot of people that literally hate his gut. So the fact of the matter is, I don't think it's as comfortable as to say whatever you want to say because you're going to be able to rock out because you got your fans fighting for you because your fans are going to fight for you anyway, regardless of anything. But um, I think that in his, history will like show this a different way than we're looking at it in real time. In real time, when you look back at some of the people that we like hold in high regard now, people look at them as like, you ain't really doing nothing. All you did is raise a fist. That's how people looked at him at that time. But history shows a different story. Second thing is this. LeBron and, and his team were, like, out there. He's talking about literal safety. Like, in right. his perspective, his perspective is like, yo, something could have happened to us because of you putting a tweet out. Like, right. understand everything that's going on around this. I don't think this is just as simple. Because to me, at first, it didn't make sense. I even said in the group chat, like, yo, this is off-brand. Because even if he was about his brand, he would have just like he could have just not said anything at all and just let it blow over. That's when I was like, all right, so maybe the commissioner got made a phone call like, yo, we need you to do something about this because it's getting too crazy. Because they were losing money hand over fist. They lost several million dollars in the span of a couple of days. Um, right. So, but when you when you look at the entire interview, he's talking about literal safety, like literal safety. Like but you know, what, out there I, putting out tweets where, but. No, no, I was about to say, because, yeah, I saw the whole thing in context, and that's why I definitely wanted to read his clarification um, and get, get your opinion on that. But I kind of think it's a little bit of all of the above. I definitely think he was talking, some, you know, about safety because 
he kept harping on, you know, you can get, you know, stuff can happen to families and that kind of stuff. I think he was low key trying to tell Maury, like you saying that kind of stuff while we're out here, you know, people might do something crazy, blah, blah, blah. He also said financially, he was like, not only financially, I think yeah. where, he where the optics, that, word. that word makes it crazy. That's what I'm about to say. I think where the optics, you know, went the wrong way is the fact that he said that first. So the people who want to jump on LeBron for something, they're going to look at the fact that he said that first. The people who want to defend him are going to look at, you know, the stuff that he said a little bit later or alluded to in the, the interview about, you know, what, uh, interp- what I interpreted the same way you did as being about safety. You know, so just like you said, this, people love him, people hate him. So some people are going to jump on the, the financial part. Some people are going to jump on the safety part, and they're going to argue that. I think it was a little bit of all of the above. I think he was thinking about everything. But I think after the backlash, his 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 focus went to the consequences and the safety and all of that kind of stuff um, mm-hmm. because he might have, you know, he and his team might have seen or or thought about it and figured how it may look because of the fact that he even added financially in there in the first place. So after pondering on this for a few days, like I really don't think it's as bad as the backlash would have told you it was the day after the comments were made. Cause even his, you know, his greatest allies in the media, um, like Shannon Sharp, you know, had some stuff to say about, how he could have worded that better, how he could have said it better, um, how it looks um, by saying what you're saying. And everybody just went on a referendum all week about his interests in China, as far as shoe sales, movies, you know, what the NBA does in China. So I just think it was one of those things where some of the stuff he said just made for bad optics. But I also agree wholeheartedly that a lot of what he was talking about was about consequences and safety because the Los Angeles Lakers were actually in China when this week happened. You know what was also bad optics? The fact that he led with Maury not being educated on the situation. The tweet, (laughs) it didn't tell you that he wasn't educated. But when LeBron said that and then he was asked about certain things, it kind of showed you that he wasn't really educated on the situation. So I'm like, if you're not really educated on it, how are you calling him well, out? How are you selling somebody else ignorant? How are you calling so, yeah, somebody else so, ignorant and you it ignorant? It's kind of weird because now well, LeBron well, is on some, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. And that's probably because people are actually asking about the substance of the situation. And you saw him actually say, I'm not talking about the substance, probably because you're not. Well, well but, it's, but it's, still, it's still, even with that though, even with that though, it's still like nobody asked Maury anything. LeBron, LeBron is responding to questions. Maury came out of the blue with this bombshell. Like, yo, yeah. you work for the Rockets, see? Like, so it's a difference between me not being educated and answering a question and saying, yo, I'm not going to get into the specifics, and you just coming out of the blue with something that can affect your league, your team specifically, your star player, every – like, yo, you affected literally thousands of lives with a tweet on something that you're not – so it's a, it's a little difference there, too. But the yeah, and, but I'm, I'm not people. mad at Maury. I mean, the dude tweeted that he stands with Hong Kong because, you know, he's talking about no, free. No, I'm, so, not, mad. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at him. My thing is this. And he deleted it. You know, somebody got at him immediately. Like, yo, take that down, cuz. 
Because he deleted it. Yeah, like, I, I'm not mad at him because yeah, he my thing is, like, yo, you can say whatever you want to say, but you also got to be able to understand that when you say what you want to say, you got to be able to stand as a man behind what you say. Because <laughs> people get beat with hammers, B. <laughs> people get beat with hammers, B. Yo, people get beat with hammers every day, B. Yo, people get hit with bangers, bangers the size of African spears. But my thing is this. It's warfare in the arena, man. They turn arenas Yo, into hot cars. Nah, they not. They not bringing. They not bringing KK, CK, and bad vibes out there though, Jimmy. Listen, man. No. That's why I don't let words bother me, man. I don't let the N word bother me. I don't let racist. Yo, if you if you want to stand behind what you say, say it. That's my thing. Just say it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's my point, Damari. But the the whole thing is like it's blown out of proportion because it was LeBron. It's 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 a deep topic, man. Because it's so many layers to this thing. First of all, like, and I, I'm not going to go too far because I, I, I'm, not, I'm not about oppression anywhere. But at the same time, I also realize that I have a Western mind, so I try to apply what I feel is right to a whole different culture that I have nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. Like, I have nothing to do with that. Like, we always assume nah, that. No, nah, but, you're, but you're, you're a human, though. You're still a human. I am a human. Um, yeah. I am and, a human. And, and, and I went at Derek Moore. Because, you know, his... I, his he tweeted the, the Martin Luther King um, quote a couple of years ago. Um, what is it? An injustice? Yeah. Uh, anywhere, anywhere and, everywhere. I got it. I got yeah, you. Yeah, that joint. <laughs> so they, they, you know, they've been throwing that in his face all week as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's I mean, it's we a crazy. You could talk about Martin too if you want to. You want to talk about Martin, but I'm gonna leave it alone too because I got. Yeah. I wanted Daryl Morey Expect different from LeBron on that And they were looking at it as You know, wow, you, you came at this dude For uh, Basically Trying to speak up for A terrible human condition But, you know, at the same time If, if, if he would I don't know, I think if he would Explain himself a little bit better People would understand But I also think People who are intelligent enough to understand can understand because he did harp on consequences. He harped on stuff that were like key words for "yo be dudes was over there when you said that." <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but a lot of people might not even be too. trying to see. But that. So, but peep this though. Here's what here's what I find funny in all of this. B also said ten percent of the revenue for this entire league comes yeah. from there, right? So what's funny to me about that is this. A lot of cats out here criticizing LeBron and said the third, but you won't go tell anybody who, who, who brings 10% of the revenue in your house. You ain't going to say nothing detrimental to them either. Let's say, say, let's say, let's say LeBron <laughs> wasn't talking about bread. Let's say LeBron was talking about bread. It like, depends, ESPN's though. Because if your house don't like, make that much bread, then 10%, then you might kick that boy out. No, no. <laughs> but when you're making their kind of bread... Ten percent of the lot. <laughs> yo, what you think? What you think ESPN would do if one of their anchors got on TV like, "Yo, f Budweiser," like said some slanderous stuff towards Budweiser when they're one of their biggest sponsors? Like, come on, cause like, yo, you got ten percent of your revenue coming from this source, and what's the potential? They would immediately bigger. That's the crazy. They part. would immediately get Jamel Hilled. <laughs> exactly, and and the crazy part is they got ten percent now. What's the like? That's their growth. That's their biggest growth market. 
Like, ain't nobody coming to no games in Memphis, B. They get more money in China than Memphis. Come on, man. Like, the real question they, they is, have the ability. you talking about, you know, they're, you know, 10% in the revenue. The real question is, if they got 10%, if they responsible for 10% of the revenue in a league across the world, why my man Yao Ming ain't a billionaire? That's all I want to know. Well, who well, said he not? I know what you're about to ask. First that's off, true. He, he could be. First off, first off, the government taking, <laughs> the government taking, like, you know, and then second off, I was going to say, we'll be upset too. We don't know what y'all sitting on. I, when last time somebody seen y'all? I don't know. <laughs> y'all only <laughs> come out every three years. What's the tax situation looking like in communist nations? How much they brought in the people? <laughs> Yo, that's the like one 70? thing, right? So, and, and the funny thing is, I saw people like criticizing Brian, and who, who I know works for organizations that do all kinds of evil, and y'all criticizing him, and y'all get up and go to work every day. Y'all ain't gonna quit y'all job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, y'all work for Philip Morris, but um, I got it, I got it, Daryl Morey. I got it, Daryl Morey, because there's enough the human rights issues right here, right here in his backyard that he doesn't speak up on. So that's my thing. Whenever I see, you know, yeah, you're in Texas, and especially considering the history of this country and what we see going on just today, why you didn't get at Amber Geyer? Why you didn't get at uh, Zimmerman? Why you didn't get at, you know what I'm saying? You went all the way around the globe. All the stuff happening in Texas right now with cops, like, what are the actionable items for that? Uh, We'll talk about that later. Never mind. Um, (laughs) Um... some of y'all get that. Some of y'all don't. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, this situation is, is crazy. Like Jimmy and B said, a lot of, lot of onions to peel back, but we'll do that as time goes on. I'm pretty sure it isn't the last that we've heard of it. Um, real quick, before we take some calls, I just wanted to get you guys' opinion. We we actually mentioned it before because we kind of knew where his, you know, what headspace he was in. But Jalen Brown has reportedly turned down a four-year, $80 million deal from the Boston Celtics. Um, and at the end of the season, he's not even about to hit, you know. Damn. He's not even about to hit unrestricted free Damn. agency. He's about to be. Jalen Brown on that Vegas so Jones. I'm, I'm, he on that I'm bet thinking, on myself. What, what do y'all think is going to happen here? Because he has to play the year out. Um, he's not even big enough to be forcing trades and anything like that, then he's going to be a restricted free agent. So does Boston make the same deal going into restricted free agency to kind of like show him like nobody's going to match this guy? So like he can... I'm going to... I'm going to be silly. I'm going to be silly right here, but not really silly. Sometimes, and this is speculation completely, but sometimes, you know, I'm sitting in, in my condo in Boston, I'm a baller. You've seen me get buckets in the playoffs. I'm kind of nice, but I get disrespected. And then one of the Kardashians gets 80-some million dollars for four points and seven rebounds. Nah, man, y'all better stop disrespecting me. <laughs> I'm just speculating that that's probably what goes into the minds of guys that turn down deals. Like, it's not a Latrell Sprewell. Situation. You don't have Ron James negotiating his contract. Kardashian did. That's true. Listen, story. man, I feel like I, I feel like 
Brian got them dudes paid and then left their ass. Like, yeah, y'all take the salary. Cap, first of all, not. first of all, nothing <laughs> nothing shocks me anymore. Meaning that if he was able to force a trade, it wouldn't even shock me. I know what you said that he's not like a player that could do that, but I don't even know what that means no more. Like, yo, the sports world is crazy. We got football players forcing trades. Like, what's going on? Like, so it wouldn't even shock me. Yeah, it wouldn't even shock me if he was able to force a trade. And that's that's first. Number two, it also wouldn't shock me if one of these teams out here offered him a hundred million dollars. Like, because that's just the like that's what it is these days. I'd be and, shocked. I mean, let. What's he going to do? What's I would be, like, you know. be, I mean, be, be shocked and add a year and, and offer him 100 But four years for 100 I'd be shocked because Nothing we know how the last round of uh, CBA and the contracts, we know how that looked. I think the, <laughs> the, NF, the NBA, they're trying to back up off of that now. Like, like Tobias always tells us, who we'll talk to in a minute, like, Dealing, putting out deals like that, we're on a, on a way to another lockout. I agree um, with that, but I also feel like cats ain't done. Because the thing but is, since he's a restricted free agency, wait, hey, I'm sorry, since he's a restricted free agent, Jimmy, I think at the end of the season he's gonna go out and just make sure he get a deal or get an offer that's at least a dollar more than what the Celtics offered him <laughs> to see if they, you know, so they can just say, all right, we're not giving you that and. He can be out. Yo, They're gonna give him eighty million dollars and one dollar. Eighty million and one dollar. I just, I just feel like, dog. I feel like the league is crazy. Like, the, no matter how many times they lock out, they be chilling for like three months, and then they get right back to the shenanigans again. Like, yeah. this is just what they do. Like, some of these dudes are are, are so wealthy, like that it's play money to them. Like, so it, it, this thing will never stop. So. We're going to look up in 10 years and Cats going to be signing $800 million contracts because that's just what they well, do. We're going to see our first um, billion. We're going to see our first well, we, billion, we, though. But a billion, that's going to start baseball, soccer. Baseball, baseball going to be this year. Yeah, I think baseball going to be In America, it'll be baseball. Internationally, it'll be baseball going to crack that soon. Baseball mm-hmm. already giving half billions out. Like, here go half billions. Like, they already <laughs> doing that. They be like, they're basically, they're basically signing. Uh, one man basically say, yo, signing here go a half billion. Here go a half yo, billion. They, take that. They, 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 yo, they be like, take this banana. They be signing cats to 10, 15 year deals. They basically sign them to like yeah, a lifetime deal at this point. Like, yo, they, like, they do. They do. And, ho- and hockey. And hockey. And hockey be giving cats. <laughs> Twenty million over thirty years. <laughs> I mean, some of them can get bread too. Some of them, some of them football players can't can't oh. ball with some hockey cats. Yeah, right? oh, them man. hockey dudes, them hockey dudes be getting Magic Johnson my first contract. Twenty five years, twenty five million. <laughs> but here's the thing, though, man, with the Jalen Brown situation, man. Like I I I want to agree with you there, but I just know that like yo it's, it's it's crazy out here. Be like the streets is dead, NBA cash throwing money away. It's gonna be one of these nut ass teams too, like Memphis. Mhm. And he gonna go because they gonna yo, have money. yo. Of course it's gonna be Memphis gave Mike Conley a hundred and fifty, and he's not better than any of us. <laughs> he's not better than him. Yo, Mike Conley yeah. is not better than me at basketball. Mike Conley gonna play off this year. Jump off. Mike Conley don't even play there no more though. I'm about to say he's going to the playoffs. Yeah, Mike Conley don't play there. 
Mike Tomlin right, so, played it. But he got, one, he got his one. He got his one fifty from there, though. Well, at least they signed him up for it. All right, let's um go to the phone lines. We got the homie Tobias waiting. <laughs> Tobias, roll what? damn tide. Roll damn tide. Uh, about Jalen Brown. Shout out, yo, friend, shout out, yo, shout out to Jameis Winston, though, man. Shout out oh, to oh, him. Oh, get him, oh, get him, man. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna get to that in a second, but I want to get all this other stuff out of the way real quick. Uh, first, Jalen Brown, baby, be careful. He's gonna end it in Nerlens Noel 2.0. Vice. Uh, but the NBA is Chris Middleton is getting max money. Not knocking over taking it, but he's getting he the B yeah, level players are getting paid good. the same. Yeah. You got B and C level players making the same amount as your superstars. As like a, you know, that is the one thing with the NBA that I think is going to kill them when it comes to a lockout because owners sometimes, and and that's a part of the problem with the NBA. When you get to like pick five in the draft, you run out of players in a lot of cases. <laughs> you know, after by pick three, like even this year, by pick three years, like hey, I hope this guy make the rotation. And, uh, and so I think that's why these guys are paying these average players max contracts who they can't live up to it. Man, yo, first yeah. off, because of the split, because of the split in revenue, they have to, they like, spend paid. the bread, right? They got to yep. spend the bread. That's the one thing. And that, that's how the system is set up. But the bread keeps coming in, like, like – and it's crazy. No, China, China, going to make sure of that. That's why LeBron was like, "Shut up, calm down, hey, man. Stop with all this human rights stuff." I, I saw, I saw, I saw, um, I saw, I saw uh, what's his face talk about this. Um, Iggy was talking about this, but it was also mentioned on CNBC, and it was even a part of Netflix when Netflix did their earnings call yesterday, when they were talking about the power of like sports. Sports are becoming more valuable. Because that's mm-hmm. the only thing in the world that anybody watches live. People don't watch any TV live anymore. So sports is like the last thing, and it's the only thing because who the hell is going to watch a game two weeks later? Nobody, right? So, therefore, the value of live content to get people to, like, the eyeballs on this for advertisers and such is going up. So by the time the NBA keeps negotiating TV contracts and all that, now you got, like, Hulu with live sports. You got YouTube, Netflix, Amazon in the middle trying to throw money at the NFL, the NBA. Watch when the NFL contract runs up with uh, DirecTV. They're not get, DirecTV is no way on God's green earth they're going to get the uh, – unless they share it with somebody else. They don't want like, it. No. They, they don't even want it, yo, man. Because, AT&T, uh, AT&T, AT&T is trying to sell off DirecTV now because the contract's yo, running up. AT&T wants nothing to do with DirecTV. Jimmy, Jimmy, to your, to your point – Yo, when that direct TV con, yo, when the NFL contract come up, the NFL gonna ask for one billion dollars a week for the next thirty-seven years. Yeah, <laughs> you said a week. Yeah. Yo, you said and they gonna get it because at the end of that thirty, at the end of that TV deal, it ain't gonna be no more football. It'll just be flag football. So yo, they gonna get and that bad. The crazy bag. part is they're gonna get, and the thing is they're gonna get so much money. Like you're gonna start seeing Jerry Jones with literal slaves like just walking around him, but. But the, the fact of the matter but like we're gonna play the NBA, they, they line, have to Dad. break the money down. So my thing is, they have to break the pie down. And by them breaking the pie down, you're gonna continuously start seeing second and third like players on teams, hundred million, two hundred million. It's like you know, 
would a t- hashtag yeah. would a comma be alive? Yeah, cause uh, actually, I, I believe Jalen Brown will fit on the team like the Lakers, but they don't have the money. Well, he could be that defender, like a team like that. But uh, everybody fits on the Lakers. Also, hey, it's funny because I know the OGs. I know the OGs. OGs like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, George Gervin, Dr. J, they got to be like looking at the money that's being thrown around now and be like, yo, come on, guys. Like, cats, cats that was like the, jump. Best, the best in their time. They got to be like just so pissed when you see cats like Chris Middleton yo, making more in one season than like, than like yo, George Gervin making his whole life. Thank goodness, for, thank goodness for Derrick Rose. Thank goodness for Derrick Rose finding that drug over in Germany because he's about to re-up and get a dumb contract again. Watch what I tell you. You know what's crazy, though? <laughs> the, the, the way, before I get on my... my... Gio. Many good players him? there. Oh. He may make the All-Star game because he knows it's Chicago. He may sneak in there because one guard is going to make it. Me too. Mm-hmm. I know I'm, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I hope he learned how to talk English and read books now, but I'm rooting for Wait. you, man. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but you know, but and, uh, one thing though, know, you know, the the like Jimmy said Sunday, there's always a drawback to being the only game on on national TV. <laughs> Everybody's watching. <Man>, listen, <laughs> yo, they got Tobias, man. Hey, what do you think? Hello? Yo, hello, yo, Tobias, yeah, was, Tobias, hear. Tobias was bigging up Jameis the whole season. So I'm like, all right, this is one game on. We early in the morning. Let's get up. Let's see. Let's see if Jameis really got better like Tobias been saying. Yo, Jameis went out there and threw the ball to everybody but his team. <laughs> Hello, can, <laughs> hey, can, you guys, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you now. Oh, yeah. And, and, like, and so, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of Bucks fans, right? Anytime any Bucks groups come in, it's on Willie's end also. They say, oh, just get rid of We'll draft the quarterback. We'll get Joe Burrow to it. I'm like, Y'all know we're not going to be bad enough to get Joe Burrow or Tua. And the Bengals and the Dolphins aren't going to let us trade up to get him, right? Pretty much. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of bad teams this year. It's a lot of bad <clears throat> teams. It's, a, it's some, it's some yeah. terrible football being played. And, and, and the thing is, and I always say, and you know I've been saying this for years, the organization. I always say, yes, I do believe it's time for him to pop, move on. Hey, just move on. Right. I mean, by just getting rid of him. If y'all watch people won't pay attention to the game, so you gonna put a rookie back there behind that offensive line, a defense where you can feel everyone's back in their jerseys, feel <laughs> that last thing, and they always running behind somebody, and no pass rush, you still gonna have the same issues. And I read an article for Albert Breer, Sports Illustrated, where he interviewed like Joey Harrington, I think it was Tim Couch, and uh. Oh, it's David Carr. And they were talking about, like, the common denominators where you're a crap organization, the crap offensive line, you got the football beat out of them, they lost their confidence. And I, so I always say, when you go get the next quarterback, make sure you got your organization on point first. Because your organizational dysfunction of your quarterback, the next quarterback's going to fail too. There's a reason every quarterback Andy Reid has had is good. Please, the Cardinals out of fifty million dollars. Uh, you know, or every quarterback selling. Not, 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 not so, not so fast. You said every quarterback he had was good. Uh, well, they performed well. Uh, they performed well. Andy Reid is the key. Yeah. Whisper it, dog. I no, Andy, that. Andy Reid is the key. Andy, Andy is the key. He is the quarterback whisperer. 
but there was there was there was one or two that were grossly overrated. But I, I yeah, but I'm, they were overrated I'm, I'm based it... upon Andy putting them in a position to succeed. Like Andy schemed them true, up where they true, looked like true. they were better than what they were. True, and, and, and true, that's the um, thing. But true. And, 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 and see the organizations, right? Look at the Eagles organization. Look how solid that organization is. Okay, yeah, the secondary's not good this year. But damn it, Howie Roseman keeps trying. Uh, <laughs> you know, he gonna keep trying. But the, They're gonna be calling but, the but, Cardinals but, for Patrick Peterson soon. They're gonna yeah. see what up. And so, and like Shout out to Peterson, good, Howie. Yeah, and so he keeps trying. The Bucks, on the other hand, is hoping JPP comes back from a broken neck to help the pass rush. Now, I'm kind of damn sense that makes. And so my whole thing has always been Okay, what are you going to do? Draft Jalen Hurt? Tyler Love? Sign Teddy Bridgewater who still stunk? Scott, you said Jeff Garcia was trash truck juice under Fat Andy I think I disagree with that too. No, um, definitely no, was not. No, You're no. He wasn't 49 yeah, of Jeff No, he wasn't. He wasn't trash truck juice. No. He was he trash truck Browns that year. He went and, and got uh, hurt. Yeah, when Jeff Garcia was, came into the game, he was better than the guy that was starting. For sure. Fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, if it looks like a rat, then it smells like a rat. I was about to say, I remember the, the fans yeah. were like calling for Jeff Garcia. After a while, like right, rightfully you know so. They know football. And you know Justin what? Numbers with Andy. And you know what? If, if, see, people think just finding a quarterback and just drafting a quarterback is easy. Cause you got teams like the Chargers who may be looking for a quarterback now. Cause Phillips getting up there, uh, or like the Titans are looking. You got all these teams that's looking. And, Jeff Garcia and was five and one with the Eagles. You'll take just that. that out there. And, and, you know, it's only teams are going to sit there and trade back. And if your team got all these holes and a GM who drafted a kicker twice in four years, uh, you want you see you want to trade all those picks. Because I'm going to be honest here. Last year's quarterback, like, we haven't seen enough of Darnold yet because, you know, he, he was kissing too many girls on the subway. Do any Beyonce quarterback seen enough. Year, like, <laughs> it's so, it's so, it's enough. He opened the show by saying Donald better than Dak. Well, yeah, that ain't right hard to be in here. Uh, that ain't yeah, hard to right. be in here. You know, yeah, it, 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 it's tough. I think Dak played himself. Sam out there acting like, acting like uh, Sam Donald is out there acting like Pastor Wilson. Dak should have forced yeah. their hand on that contract at the beginning of the season. Dak? You <laughs> know, Dak it, it's tough. And it's like, even like Josh Rosen, for example. We don't even know how good he is or trash he is. Look where he's been at. And by the way, the offensive coordinator was at the at the for the Bucks was at the Cardinals last year. Not bad that offense was. But anyway, uh, it's a, if your organization is trash, no matter who you put back there, they're they gonna struggle. So I believe it's time for him to move on because the guy's seeing ghosts in the pocket too. The dude's been sacked like 25 times already. Yo, <laughs> and, you know, Jameis, Jameis don't got to throw the ball to the other team five times, though, man. He don't got to do that, man. He don't got to do that. <laughs> man, leave Jameis alone, but, man. <laughs> here's the thing, right? The one thing I'm going to defend him on, though, when the guy plays well, black, you know, the credit's, the credit's high like a roach when you turn the light on. Uh, but as soon as he wets the bed, everybody come out of high and he's like, hey! 
That that's my only thing. When you but when you twenty five years old, you shouldn't be wet in the bed. He peed in bed too much, man. Hey, that's why I say, hey, you move on, you, you get Jalen Hurts, who last year couldn't throw the ball last year, but everybody thinks he's a savior now. I'm like, bruh. Uh, no, nah, he's trash. So, yeah, so, Jalen Hurts get drafted in the first round. The people's just stupid. All right, but the yeah, yeah, got a roll. Yeah, he's trash. Oh, yeah, we got a roll. Hey, you got – Hey, hey, guys, you got to take it easy. And by the way, Bill Simmons did criticize Roger Goodell in his podcast when he was ESPN. ESPN got rid of him. You just keep that. Remember that? Y'all talked about that earlier. Oh, yeah. That's the sure. money. That's the money right there. All right, man. We talk Peace, to you guys. next week. All right. <laughs> All right. We got Rob calling in from the West Coast. Oh, wait. That's the wrong line. Yeah. Rob, what up, man? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Hello. What's good, yeah, man? How y'all you. doing today, man? Man, we, we cool, Rob. We cool. You cool. Got the jackets and the hoodies on, man. You got, got everything ready, man, because, man, it's 80 degrees out here, man. I'm loving it. I know. I know. Uh, I know you are. I know you are, man. How's EJ no. doing, man? How How are you? Oh, man, we could talk about Candace Parker. We could talk about Tyler Diggins. We can talk about Brittany Granger. We could talk about Caitlin Ayoshi. Candace Parker. What are y'all seeing? Yeah. Frankenstein. We, we, I'm, looking I'm, I'm cool <laughs> in talking about Brittany Griner. Though. I ain't trying to talk about Brittany Griner, bro. <laughs> all right, Rock, come on, man. What you, what you, what you want to talk about? We can about, talk about man. all these little people be able to do. But anyways, man, yo, uh, while talking about, first of all, I'm very proud of, of the, the cohesion of the Lakers, man. They 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 did really holding a team under 100 points is really really really. Um, better oh, with you, or without you magic. Watch, you watch preseason? Yeah yeah yeah. I watched a little a little preseason. You praise that. They, they, they I'm 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 proud of what they're doing. I just wish they would go back proud to the back a little bit more. But 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 I will say this. I will say this. <laughs> Preseason proud hashtag. <laughs> I mean I mean listen 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 listen. I, I I will say this, and I think Jimmy. Yo, you know the um, Lakers been asked for a long time. People proud of the preseason. Yo, they got a championship caliber team, and you you talking about preseason? Not a game. Not Are a game. You kidding me? Not a regular season. Not a game. Yo, you're sitting here yo, talking about we, 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 we saw Philly fans. We saw Philly fans happy that. See, we saw Philly fans happy that no, Simmons no. started three. Come on now, really? No. Yeah, you're getting no not love on that joke. Sir. That joke, corny. I mean, I mean, that joke, cheeks. Yeah, that joke was ass cheeks. Philly fans are actually sarcastically hey, Rob, happy. You gotta, that he you gotta made act three. as if, man. You gotta, but, you know, get you gotta, that you gotta act as if, man. Like, it's like the Patriots fans being excited over a regular season game. Nobody gets excited over the preseason game, cuz. I, I haven't I'm watched one excited, yet. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm not excited. Rob, we ain't even excited. start watching basketball. <laughs> I don't watch preseason in any sport. Yo, and I do this for a living. We still, we still, yo, honestly, uh, Rob, we still watch oh, watching Rico Hines. We still watching Rico Hines runs, man. And the and the Drew <laughs> League. We not we not watching <laughs> preseason, man. I'm watching the Australian oh, wow. League with my man Young Mello. 
Oh, man. I'm watching James Harden. I'm watching James Harden work on new ways to cheat the game and travel, man. I ain't. All right, we got ghosts, and we know you know I'm you're a, Eagles what, fan. What, what they're gonna I'm do this weekend against I'm the Cowboys? I'm on. I'm on somebody's Eagles. fan. My fault. Go ahead. Eagles. What they gonna do I, against I've the Cowboys? To tell, you see, you, you see, I've been trying to tell everybody. I've been trying to tell everybody for years when the Eagles was playing like when I see when I see my team trending. Like when when they play like trash, it's gonna end up like trash. When they play great, it's gonna end up good. Just like when the Chip Kelly, when they were nine and three, <laughs> but they were playing like trash, they missed the, They missed the, huh? Wait, say that again. You said, you said when, they, when they, look they play like trash, trash. they playing like trash. What? Yeah, when they play like when they look like trash, it's gonna be trash. When they playing good, it's gonna be good. Like that's very profound, right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't take your quotes, my fake media. Yo, Rob, yo, Rob, I ain't gonna lie. That's the greatest quote you've ever stood, man. When they look like trash, they play like trash, and when they look good, they play good. Word, B. Yo, I love you for that, bro. I mean, Got I mean, it. Yo, I mean, when they said when is a win, that's not all the time. Like, yes. It's, or some teams, they're going to come down to the wire. <laughs> Yo, what? <laughs> Yo, if they have more points at the end, they win the game. Yeah. Shout out to Rob. Bear. Shout out to Yogi. So, Yogi Rob, Rob, you're saying, Rob, you're saying that they shouldn't come down to the wire against some teams so that win no, it shouldn't. No, like, no, 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 no. I'm saying some games. It's going to come down to a wire, but if they still have an issue that hasn't been addressed, it's going to get worse, like with the, like with the secondary. I keep telling people the secondary is everybody is – it's either the coaching or it's the players or it's both. I have no uh, – co- yo, you are Captain Obvious. Who else could it be besides the coaching, the players, or both? There's no other party. Well, why talk Unless about, you're going to blame their wives. the coaching – they getting why too much about the coaching nookie before the game. Crazy on me. Why but you just said, but no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you're right. But you just hedged your bet by saying it's the coaches, the players, or both. There's no one left. So yes, it has to be the coaches, the players, or both. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm the stuff that you said about the coach. The the actual defensive coordinator? No, yeah, I think it's ridiculous, the stuff that you've been saying about him in general. But I'm just telling you what you're saying right now. Like, it has to be the coaches, the players, or both, unless we're going to blame it on their wives and girlfriends. Who else is left? Well, we probably could blame on the wives and girlfriends, you know, not giving them, not giving them enough good loving at home. You know, not giving them enough. But anyways, it's either the defensive coordinator or the cornerback's coach. And the thing is, is that when they, then they keep getting beat by double moves every single game, it's, it's just like, what are they doing? And, 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 and those two touchdowns that Russell Douglas, that was on him, wasn't really his fault because the safety didn't go back in quarters. Why is the safety? It's yeah. towards defense. Why are you playing up? That's I don't true. Understand. Talk to McLeod about that, and they did talk to McLeod I mean, about that. But then now your your criticism of the defensive coordinator. Now this is what I don't understand because in the games where they were getting embarrassed in the secondary, and the ones, especially the ones that they won, he had to make 
adjustments in the way he was calling his defense for them to even be successful in the game. So how is it his fault that this unit is so terrible that he has to change his – Schwartz doesn't blitz. And what did they do against Atlanta to get back into the game? They blitzed. They blitzed one too many times because, you know, on that last play, that, that, that Julio play, it bit him in the butt. But they wouldn't even have been in that game had he not changed what he was doing because of how bad they were playing. So how you gonna just how you, how would you just blame it on him because they're back there wetting the bed if he's actually making adjustments to try to cover up their weaknesses? How's it just them? You can't teach bums how to play just because you're out there screaming at them. They're bums. Here's why I think his no no no. Here's why I think Jack and Howie. Maybe we should give Howie some criticism for the secondary he put together. But, you, you, you know that that's a good. You talking point. about that's coaching? Maybe I, they just suck. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I I don't know because it's like we invested a lot. How you don't the know? They haven't been good since they've been on the team. They suck. We invested a lot. They, <laughs> but we invested too much. So you're blaming the the coach. But no, what? Howie? Yo, I know Howie's yo. the man. He won. He put together the Super Bowl team. So is he above reproach now? I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna I'm keep it real. Been there, we won. We we won. We won a Super Bowl with bad corners, with average corners. Right. We didn't have good corners when we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> we had great safety play. We had safeties that played, you know, above. I, I would say they overachieved, and our well, corners underachieved. But our corners on the field. We ain't had good corners since Lito Shepard <laughs> and Sheldon Bryant. Right. And even he went to bed in the Super Bowl. That's true. And That's they true. wasn't no. really that good. No, no, no. I would say no, I would say it was good. I mean I mean she- Sheldon Brown was good. I mean Lito was injury probably was good. They was cool. Was cool. Good. Was cool. Thought, you forgot well, Asante too. All right, we got wrong. They they was cool. They was cool. Uh, Asante was I cool, mean, but I, the point I, being, I, I, in the last five years, corner has been our weakness. And who do you blame? You can't blame a, a player being butt cheeks because of the coach. I mean, you can't blame that on the coach. The coach gives him a plan, go execute, and if he's not un, if he's not able to execute, then it's management's job to get rid of him and improve and upgrade the talent and how he has concentrated efforts in other areas of the team and it's worked out. So salute. To I mean, Howie, he's tried, but blame. He's tried. He called the Jags every week about Jalen. Um, <laughs> there's rumors that there's rumors that Patrick Peterson might be on the block. I'm sure how he's putting in some phone calls. But he's like, 32, but you don't just get dudes just because you make calls. But he's no, he can be thirty. He can be thirty nine. He's better than what we got. Patrick Peterson is twenty nine <laughs> years old. It's twenty nine. Okay, I mean he's. Yeah, Rob just talking. No. Okay, so you you rather have <laughs> you rather have what we have than a twenty nine year old Patrick Peterson. Yo, you know I take what? a thirty nine year old. I take a thirty nine year old Patrick <laughs> Peterson. You know what? <laughs> you know you know you do have a point. Yeah, I, I would take. I, I take. I, I take, take Rob. I take Dion right, right now. Rob, over you always admit it on the air, and then you go back in the troll mode on social media and be talking that garbage. <laughs> no, I don't. But yo, no, we got we got a rule, yeah. man. But, but 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 we gotta go, bro. I do I do I I I do want to say this too about the black community. I, I do want to, I, All right, hurry up, make it quick. Go ten seconds on the black community. Go. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
know I, I know everybody wants to um get on LeBron for him misquoting. Oh or, or man, but we yo, should that, focus on real. Yo, that's that's the Lakers got a championship team now, my man. Taking up for LeBron, he used to be his biggest critic. But go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, Lakers fan, but 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 we need to also focus on the, on the real issues. That that's only, twenty-five seconds. But but but, but uh, all I'm saying is. We should always focus on oppressed people across the world. Marcus Garvey, the great Ho Man Chu from Vietnam, sat in one of his speeches. And, Ho Man Chu, um, you mean Ho Chi Minh? Yo, Chi that's Man, 45, man. Ho Man Chu, that's, that's a porno star, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 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 Jimmy, you gotta chill. I almost had an accident, man, like a real accident. Yo, yo. come on, no, <laughs> yo, 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 my man. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Rob is wild tonight. Oh, Rob was like, yo, you got more points, you win. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's my favorite. Yo, that's my favorite fan. Yo, yo, we can't do the show said, without yo, you, Rob. We can't Rob do the show said, without you, play, man. If you play quarterback, you throw the ball. Yo, speaking of said, the Eagles, there's an anonymous player, according to Hosina Anderson, who's been who's very critical of Carson Wentz and the Eagles' offense. It better not be somebody oh, from the secondary. That's all I'm saying. Um, you know, it can't be. <laughs> they talked to her about they feel how they feel like the offense is functioning. Um, oh, they man. said we need to make ish simpler. Sometimes we need to just handle what is manageable. Even Peyton Manning knew when to check it down. Um, he said Carson Wentz right now is 38% on passes that travel 15 air yards. Has three interceptions on passes like that, which is tied for most in the league. He's also he also has 148 passes on those that are 10 yards or fewer. Right now, he has nine touchdowns and zero interceptions on passes like that. So I do think it's yo, an, an at point. I, yo, somebody, you can't say you can't say that. Talking anonymously. Yo, how many drops do the wide receiving yeah. court? If we take if we take 75% of the drops away, this coward doesn't have anything to say. Yo, my man, <laughs> Nelson Agahor. Yo, never mind. I ain't going to talk about more. Go ahead. Yeah, we talk about drops, and Nelson Aguilar's name always <laughs> the first that come up. He probably only had the most drops on the team this year. Earth's been dropping the Don't matter. He got the biggest one. He got the biggest one. Probably low-key. Probably Zach Probably Zach Ertz as much as, much as Bull forced the ball to Zach Ertz. But. Um, and we talked about him in the open, man. But shout out to the, the Washington Nationals on reaching their first ever World Series. The funny thing about it is their team, you know, because I live in the area, so finger on the pulse. Their team has, you know, has reached their first ever World Series and all they can talk about is Bryce Harper. Probably because most of the people that are talking about it, that's the only Nationals player that they've ever known. Like I said, it's a lot of new baseball fans, which is understandable. Like, you know, when you got pride in a city, Yo, the bandwagon well, gets Bryce deep. Harper don't even play for them. Yeah, but the whole conversation is, oh, how Bryce Harper feel right now. 
I would say he feels very rich. Um, this is another good. thing. This, a is, lot of this is another situation I think where fans mistake the priorities of athletes, and they like you really think that Bryce Harper was like, damn. If I knew we would have went to the World Series this year, I would have turned down three hundred and thirty million dollars. Like, come on, man. Bryce Harper is is cool right now. Trust me. And I also think people are speaking a little too soon, which sports fans have a tendency to do. I think they have a great chance of winning. But what if they don't win? What if they're not victorious in in a week or two? Then, you know, there's still that chance that Bryce Harper wins a World Series before them. But everybody is unloading their clips this week because they made it to the World Series. If they win the World Series, then unload on him. Unload on it. It's still not going to make a difference because $330 million trumps any title that you could possibly give him in this sport. And if y'all don't believe that, then you're very naive. How many? How many of them are real Nationals? Fans? I don't know what a real Nationals fan is like. No, I, I don't, no, no, there, are, there is no such thing. No, There's no, no such no. thing. They still before two before two seasons ago, Jimmy. They had the same problem that the the football team is having right now, with people taking over their stadiums and and all kinds of stuff like that. So yeah, like I said, there's a lot of new baseball fans. Like they probably watched their first Man, pitch. Listen, this week. I, I early this it week. was. It was somebody. It was somebody uh, on Twitter or whatever. It was from the area. They was like, "We gonna front because we made it." They was, but the fact remains, like we don't care about the 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 Wizards. We don't care about the Nationals. Like we want the Redskins to win, and that's just what it is. Like yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, know, that's real. Town. That's real. That's real. Loves this team. Like I mean, shout out to the the Capitals. Capitals won the. the Stanley Cup last Don't year. Don't nobody care. And, and yeah, but they acted like they did. <laughs> Everybody became they lied. They lied all of a sudden. They lied. Everybody became. Yo, let the, let 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 the Redskins somehow turn around and win a chip. That's when y'all really going to see what it really looked like. It's going to be go go. The biggest riot in sports history. Yo, it, I yo, they won't burn the White House down. It's been a long time. Like a lot of people, winning a Super Bowl, we we know it's it's hard as hell. So it's like you don't. You don't just knock a franchise because they haven't won a Super Bowl or haven't won a Super Bowl in a long time. But they've only been competitive like twice since they won the Super Bowl. Like it's crazy. It's like you know, and that's but, a little bit of an, of an exaggeration. No, but they haven't been no, no, consistently no, no. competitive. It's, 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 it's not it's not much of an it's exaggeration. Been an they've been to the playoffs three three times, three times Yo, since they won the Super Bowl. Shout out to the bull who was on the uh, the news the night they went to the World Series and was like straight honest. And the bull said, "How long you been a Nets fan? How long you been a Nets fan?" He said, "Since tonight." Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, we got we, we'll take one more call. Um, we have somebody that's been waiting. Sorry, we didn't screen the call. So uh, three ten, we're coming to you. Uh, welcome to the war room. Three ten. What a guan. What a guan. Hey, Who's this? Hey What's your guys, name? Where you calling from? Hey guys. Tom. Oh hey Tom, how are you? How you hey Tom, how you, how you doing? Good. I'm just ready to what weigh in you? with some takes. So I, I feel like all my takes were taken because I was just gonna say that like I feel like if the Eagles manage to score more points than the team they're playing. <laughs> Well, they might, and they might win. Yes. 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 Yes.
they make it to the Super Bowl, and can also score more points in that game than the team they're playing. Then yeah, they will. But if they but if they don't score more points than the other team, then it's either the players' fault. Or the coach's fault. The coach's fault. <laughs> or both. Or both. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, That's sucks. football one-on-one, on one, man. That, I was going to make that point, and now I basically have nothing to say. <laughs> Ew. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this is fun, man. <laughs> this is fun. Uh, yo, nice yo. You guys are you guys are 100% right. I think the other thing too is like it's baseball, man. It's like this one guy doesn't make a difference. The same reason you shouldn't right. ever pay one guy 300 The real thing right. is it oh f Bryce Harper. It's like don't pay a baseball player 330 million dollars because none of them are worth 330 million dollars. Not right. one baseball player, not even Mike Trout is worth 330 million dollars. You can replace you can replace any of these guys with a prospect that maybe is only 60, 75% as good, you spread that money around, you build a better bullpen, you build better starting rotation. It's like, it's not basketball, right? Like, yeah, right. like LeBron, I don't know. If like, uh, if Durant left Golden State and then Golden State wins the title anyway, then fine. Like, shit on Durant, I guess. But like, <laughs> don't, don't, it's, it's, basketball's not baseball. I mean, like, sorry, the other way around. Baseball's not basketball. Like, be happy that Bryce Harper got someone to pay him $330 million on a team that's still pretty good and will probably right. eventually win a World Series within the next and, and, five and, years. And that's my point. Fun. I'm like, everybody's mad at him instead of, you know, just celebrating their own team. Like, any one of those players would leave if a team is dumb enough to offer them $330 million. Like, what do you expect? From <laughs> what I'm, like, so everybody's what upset. I'm well, you should have stayed with us. Trip. <laughs> baseball is a baseball is a continue. I guess baseball. I'm still surprised that these teams are able to give out contracts like that. When you like, it just doesn't seem like. Where are they getting all the money from? Is it just their TV deal? <laughs> like, where is baseball continuing to print money like this when like <laughs> no one like I'm 32. I basically don't know anyone younger than me that watches baseball. Right. I, I, I like the Dodgers. Damn, like, that's a I, really I, good I used, point. I used to be a big Dodgers fan, and even now, and I'm not a bandwagon fan. I just straight up don't pay attention until the playoffs. Like, and <laughs> if you ask me, like, the best player on – I used to play fantasy baseball. I could tell you the, like, I could tell you, like, the seventh best player on the Pittsburgh Pirates 10, 10 years ago. I couldn't <laughs> even tell you, like, who the top five best players in baseball are right now. I tell you, like right. eight Dodgers, and like Mike Judge. Yo, you literally sound just <laughs> yo. You literally sound. You're the same baseball fan as I am. Like, listen, I don't pay attention right. to the playoffs. It means to be too many games. <laughs> it, it moves too slow. Like, you know, everything moves fast now, and, and, and I guess I fall into that habit too. My, my, t- like, I can't pay attention that long, and baseball is just way too slow for me. Um. But playoff base is kind of intense, like, the, the further it goes along. But, yo, you're absolutely right in terms of the fan. But I think they make their money just because they do have the TV deal and they have so many damn games. And a lot of teams still sell out. And you'll see they, they're still selling out. And 
throwing all kinds of beer and, and then kind of getting crazy. It's to like, a baseball game, you know, is cool. And then you have you have a lot of teams that have their individual TV deals, like the Yankees. Yeah, um, that too. Now, now, see, I don't want to misquote, but I think revenue sharing includes that stuff. So if you have a TV deal as big as the Yes Network and, you know, the league does revenue sharing, I think the Yankees have to share that as well. Not just the revenues from the but actual also, games, but I think they have to share everything together. Baseball is a better sport live than it is on TV because trying to watch it on TV is brutal. But it is a good game live because you, you get to catch the action because it because of the way it moves so slow that makes it a better live game. Like trying to watch a football game live to me is is, is kind it's of true. like annoying. Cause but in the middle of the season, it's also a drawback to that because you're out there and it's hot as hell. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> has its its pros and its cons. Uh, Tom, yeah, anything true. else you want to talk little, about real quick before we move on? I, nah, I know not Rob too, took all of your great guys. points. <laughs> I mean, I got nothing to say after that. Legendary. That—that's uh, that's he really is. I, mean, I, I honestly, I kind of was upset when you guys had him get off. The phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I <think laughs> some people, I like, some people are upset that we keep answering the phone, and then some people are upset when we let them off. So, <laughs> so Rob keeps. You know, he's, he's you great. guys have he's tonight great. in this game. Mahomes, um, I'm gonna I'm go to see Mahomes on four days rest right now. Yeah, we just we yeah. just saw a statistic that Mahomes under the lights, well at least the Chiefs under you know with Mahomes at the helm haven't been too good in prime time games. But I don't think they'll have a, any issues tonight with the Broncos. Uh, the NFL, I'd, I'd say the NFL is weird this 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 year because I'd be shocked if anyone besides the Chiefs or the Patriots come out of the AFC. But the right. NFC, you could convince me Seahawks, Packers, yeah. you could even convince me the Eagles right the ship and figure out a way to get out. I mean, there's I just don't even I don't know <clears throat> the Saints. I like you could convince me any of those teams could make it out, and I feel like the AFC is like who Chiefs. Patriots, who am I missing that even has a I shot think the, there? Like, um, I guess the Rams. <laughs> but the Rams Maybe. are NFC too, right? So it's Niners, Rams. Oh, oh, oh! No, you, Rams said, got a shot. you said AFC? Yeah. Oh no, I, I agree. I, I can't see anybody besides the, the Chiefs or Patriots myself. But but in the NFC, yeah. it's probably about five or six teams that could possibly make it out. You think God? I mean, the only thing with the Rams. Uh, I don't know. Goff is he's not looking yeah. that good. I, I've been we'll a Jared Goff apologist, but you know I'm about to fade into the bushes like Homer Simpson on that because <laughs> <laughs> he, he hasn't. Yeah, he he hasn't looked good in quite a while. Um, seems like sometimes when they win, it's it's in spite of him. Sometimes the numbers are there, but. Like a few weeks ago, they were in the position where he had to throw the ball. He had to get those numbers to even make it a competitive game, and they still fell short. But, Tom, thanks for your call, man. We appreciate it. Uh, Call in next week, and hopefully you can get on before Rob, and he won't take all the great points. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Thank you, Tom. (laughs) All right. So, as usual, we like – a million minutes behind where we need to be. 
Um, so some of this grind stuff going to have to get chopped into like one story. I think all of our grind topics are pretty much about bas- about boxing anyway. Um, we know Jalen Ramsey was traded to the Rams this week. Um, do y'all think that's going to help them? Or a lot of I saw a lot of opinions that said them getting Jalen Ramsey is going to put even more pressure on Jared Goff. Do y'all see it that way? Yeah. I don't know if I see well, it that way. No. <laughs> not, Jared not Goff ain't good season. anyway, so it really don't matter. Not <laughs> not this season. I mean, what they're what they're hoping is that a key to this lead. season? They're in win mode. Um, they're in win now mode. That's why they grabbed them. Man, they're not winning. They're not winning ish. But they're, what they're thinking is that if you pair up Jalen Ramsey with Talib Kweli on the other side, <laughs> you're gonna have you're gonna have two shut down corners essentially. Even though Talib is a little old, um, <laughs> but he's not gonna be back. And so the issues that the Ram, the issues that the Rams have, Jalen Ramsey doesn't help. I mean, he's still going to be Jalen Ramsey. Um, so he may impact games and, and get a win or two out of, but I don't, I don't see them. He ain't, he ain't, he ain't writing Jared golf ship. Period. I mean, not really to write a ship. I'm just saying they, they're, they're saying it's going to put more pressure on them because, you know, they just went to the Super Bowl. They're in win now mode. So they have so much money tied up in golf cooks, Donald, uh, Gurley, um, and maybe one more player. Now they're adding Jalen Ramsey, so if they want to keep him, they're going to have to pay him as well. They don't have a first-round pick in the next five drafts because of all the trades they made. So they're damn sure. I, I I agree with that take. It puts the pressure on him because they're looking at it as if the rest of the team is complete. It's up to you to play the way that you need to play to get us to and to possibly win a Super Bowl. So, man, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. I don't necessarily agree with that take, even though I think Jared, Jared Goff is boo boo. Um, I think Todd, you know, a healthy Todd Gurley commands so much attention from defenses, and they know that he don't have no needs anymore. So, you know, when you don't have the game plan around Gurley, then golf being boo-boo is easier easier to give him headaches. They still got decent running backs besides Gurley. They don't have a Gurley, but <laughs> but they got, you know. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. But the Rams are, are definitely going for it. Um again. Um so let's get real quick to the quote of the week. The quote of the week comes from B.L. your head coach, Doug Peterson, who said uh, Monday morning, I know the sky is falling outside. It's falling, and I get that the fans are reeling just a little bit. We're going down to Dallas. Our guys are going to be ready to play, and we're going to win that football game. And when we do, we're in first place in the NFC East. We're going to control our own destiny and be right where we need to be. The world went crazy. They said Doug Peterson guaranteed a win. Um, I really didn't see it that way. Um, in the context of the, the interview or the press conference, um, but that's what happened. And then later on, he had to kind of explain it himself, walk back his comments a little bit because he saw how people took it. Um, now he's saying Dallas is a great football team. They're reeling like we are. 
They're going to come out and play hard. They beat us twice last year. We've got a lot of things stacked against us going down there. But as a head football coach, I'm going to show confidence in my football team. So basically, he went on to say, me saying what I said wasn't a guarantee. It was me showing confidence in my football team. He said that statement was for my guys. So, so they can, you know, it was basically motivation. But um, y'all know how things spread. Uh, oh, he's guaranteed to win. I'm cut from a different cloth, and I feel as though if Dougie felt that way, he shouldn't have walked ish back. He should have said, you think that's a guarantee? Okay, go tell them that. And we'll see what's what on Sunday night. No, but he didn't change what he's saying. He still said, and he repeated it. Like he's, but he's like, I'm sure Jason Garrett is telling his team the same thing. We're gonna win the game. Um, but yeah, I think it, I think it was overblown. Like Rashid Wallace guarantees wins. <laughs> Denzel Washington guarantees everything. I guarantee it. I stand by it. I guarantee it. <laughs> Joe Joe Namath. I, I get what he's saying. Like any coach is going to tell their their team, we're going to go down here, we're going to win this game, and everything's going to be okay. All right, stat of the week, real quick. I don't know if you guys saw this game or you saw the clips of the third quarter, but Celtics rookie Carson Edwards from Purdue, he drained eight three pointers in route to a twenty six point third quarter and a one eighteen ninety five win over the host. Cleveland Cavaliers in a preseason game. So just from me saying preseason, y'all know I saw the clips. I didn't see the game because not a game. Not a game. Talking about preseason. Hey, Dev, you, you didn't want to use the uh, stat of the week as Jameis Wilson having more uh, multiple interception games than anybody else like in the history of football well, ever? I I knew since Tobias calls in every week, at some point y'all were going to get to it, even if not when he was on the line. I knew you were going to get to that at some point. So, there's always room for dual stats of the week. We'll move forward. (laughs) And Jameis said, no, they weren't his worst games. (laughs) He's like, this wasn't my worst game. I've had plenty of bad games. (laughs) I hope he doesn't make it to the future. (laughs) At least he knows. Jameis said, wait the next he said, hold my beer. <laughs> Wait till you see my... Oh. Um, all right, so, yeah. If y'all want to chop it up in the chat room with, with Neil and Skyview, y'all can get in there. Blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Um, if you don't have a, a, a profile on Blog Talk Radio, just sign up. And if you don't want to, you can do it through your Facebook or Twitter accounts. But uh, get in there and talk. But if you want to call us, Digital Extreme Tech Hotline number is 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. But if you already listen from your phone, just press 1 if you want to talk. Jim, I think we can put all of these grind topics into one because they all somehow about fighters or fights. Yeah. <laughs> so basically. Opinions on all of them at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do this. We could be real. we could be brief, baby, brief, because we got to move forward. But why you all around is brought to you by Sports the Book, greatest sports book ever written. Get it at sportsthebook.com. Our hub, Warroom Sports, is really that simple. But it's time to talk about what happened while you were on the grind. Who the um, author? Who the author? The, I mean, let, let them find out for themselves, good brother. But yo, the bottom line with what happened while you were on the grind is yo, boxing, boxing is all effed up. All right? Here's how boxing is effed up. 
Your man Earl Smith almost bodied himself and is getting charged with DWI. At the same time, Javante Davis is getting his own parade in Baltimore. Like, he ain't beating nobody. Really, his own, his <laughs> own day parade. I think Tank Why? is good, but he ain't beating nobody. What the hell are you getting a parade for? And the last thing, man, we just want to, like, you know, send a rest in power shout-out to uh, Patrick Day. He died four days after, uh, you know, 10th round KO. Um, and his trainer was, yeah. like, you know, taking the blame or whatever. But, you know, that's this unfortunate thing that happens in that brutal sport. Um, so boxing is oh, all crazy. Man, I don't even have to say anything about what's going on in boxing. Because it's one more story I just want to bring up. I really want to ask you guys about. But boxing is crazy, right? I don't know if you guys want to say anything about those boxing stories. Yo, we've been to the um, Baltimore. Y'all star for a hero, and um, Errol Spence. You played yourself. You're a noodle. Um, We've been to Baltimore, and I guess they need Gravante Davis Day. Uh, It's rough up there. Okay. That's a try, JoJo. That's for Baltimore as a city. Definitely. Record label and a crew. Um, that's for Errol Spence. <clears throat> Smacking up his Ferrari and almost dying. And then, you know, getting a DWI afterwards. And that's for the boy who killed yeah. my man Patrick Day. You should be ashamed of yourself, homie. Yeah, that's a double whammy. Stop Damn, so boxing Yo, stop hitting <laughs> Actually, Yo, this is after when he knocked him down, he hit his head on the on the floor. That's why he hit his head on the canvas. Oh. That's why. That's where he really went wrong. Because he was already asleep oh. before he fell. So you can't control how you fall. Yeah, that was that was a brutal knockout. Cause, yeah. um, Miles Garrett, man, he said that uh, you know, he was in the right. Fan, fan pulls up on him. Yo, let me take a <laughs> pic with you. So he rolls his window down, taking the fan, trying to take a quick pic, put it on the gram, get his likes up. Fan walks up to the window and side punchy. Um, Stoling. I mean, they were in a traffic jam. Stoling jumped back in his car and like bailed out through the gas station, so he was able to get out of the jam. Yeah, they caught the dude though, or at least they know who he is. Yeah. They're looking for him because they uh, caught the hero. Uh, Miles, Miles Garrett wrote down his license. Miles Garrett said, "Yo, I ate that though." He said, "Yo, I ate it. It was nothing. It was soft." He said, "Yeah, I mean, fourth to six five two seventy five. You better eat that." They said he still took the photo first though. He snapped the photo and then stole it, <laughs> and then ran, and then put it on the Yo, ground, and then put it on the ground, and told on his and told on himself. How <laughs> would it? No, because somebody behind him had it on video. They didn't have the actual punch, but they had dude run into his car and bailing out through the gas station. And um, <laughs> yo, yo, that was hilarious. Why do you say I'm gonna do that? Like, what are you doing? Like, is the boy clout chasing? Is he that mad? The Browns are ass. What makes it you say yo? And if you're mad at any Browns, it wouldn't be this dude. He leads the league in sacks. But it probably was the only yeah. Browns. Oh, like, oh, that's one of them dudes right there. He just took one for his team. He took one for Baker. Yeah, hey, he took that one. Was yeah, he took one. He definitely for took sure. one. He definitely took one for the team, oh, for, for Baker. Yo, for fantasy purposes, watch Browns games, and Miles Garrett is their best player, like literally. Yeah, he is. He is. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he is. If you're mad at you not mad at him. So he definitely took one for the squad. Yo, I'm, I'm yeah, not going to. Uh, story, 
I thought like somebody walked up on him like, hey, let's take a picture, and then like, cause I thought the dude was crazy, but you you have to be less crazy because he's sitting in the car. You can you can get away, but if you if you did that, yeah, and we're just standing outside. Like he'd probably run like a four or five, even though he's a defensive lineman. Yeah, um, he he don't want that. Miles Garrett would have Miles Garrett would have like, <laughs> bought, put it like this. If Miles Garrett would have caught ball, he'd have died four days later. No shot. <laughs> yeah. oh. Oh. Oh, no, not right now. Hashtag NRA. Yo. Damn. Yo, Yo move on, man. Listen, that's what happened. Yeah, we shout out, man. Yo. Shot birthday John Rocker, man. We hope you didn't make it to the future, but you did. You're 45 years old. So shout out to John Rocker. Um, Ernie Els turns 50. Danny Ferry is 53 years old. And a rest in peace shout out to Coach Don Coriel, who lived from October 17, 1924 to July 1st, 2010. So we give a war room salute to all of these folks on their birthdays. Y'all can check out the website at warroomsports.com. I don't care if you're on the website throughout the whole show. Be on the website. If you got any questions, call into the show and ask us about it. Get in the chat room. Ask us about it. It's just good for us to know that you're on our website. But we're about to talk about this thing of ours because this thing of ours is about to start. So before we do that, just want to let you guys know the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline is open, 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. If you're already listening from your phone, just press 1 if you want to talk. But we will ask you this. If you call in while we're talking about this thing of ours, Especially since it's the first time we really, really get to talk about this thing of ours. Even though that's kind of BS because the NBA was like the NFL in the offseason this year. And they just took over the headlines. But y'all know what I'm talking about. We're, we're giving our little quick predictions and season preview. So if you call in, try to make it about NBA basketball. Thank you. Uh, please and thank you. All right. So uh, let's have it. Yes, sir. The NBA wrap is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Listen, you and your business definitely need a custom website. Stop sending people to platforms that you do not own. I don't care if you have a premium Snapchat or OnlyFans. You do not own that, so they can get rid of all of your content. <laughs> and for those that know, y'all know what I'm talking about. For those that don't know. Those that know, know. know. If you know, you know. Shout out to OF. If <laughs> you know, you know. You know, you know, but bottom line is you got to own your content. Stop putting all your stuff on Facebook. You got to have somewhere where you can do it. Get that from Digital Extreme Technologies, digitalextremetech.com, or 267-205-4203 to get the hookup. Say, yo, I heard it on the war room. You'll definitely get the hookup and get you a custom website that you own to store your content. Anyway, it's time to talk about this thing of ours and make some season predictions. That is kind of weird, though. People acting like they ain't see uh, MySpace go out of business and you lose all your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'll back, back up all of our content, doggy, so we know, uh, you know what I mean, anything happening on the platform. $300,000 worth of hard drive. We got content. <laughs> Yo, miles. all of our stuff is backed up, beloved. All these bars are backed up. We got content up. from miles. The bars. Yeah, I mean, just in years case you ever want to go years. back and say, who do we – well, what was our Plus, predictions for the 2020 season? We about to put Plus, that on wax right now. Done, man, we gonna have to split that publishing up so we can leave it for our kids. <laughs> it's gonna be worth. You already know. 
Yo, ain't worth it now. We about, record, we about to record. Yo, we about to put a stamp. We about to put a stamp in time right now of our 2020 NBA season predictions, man. Are you gentlemen ready for this? We are ready, and I don't know if you guys remember, but Boy. I made an old prediction back in 2016 about 2020, and we're gonna see if I live up to it right now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't even remember. I gotta go check that out. But yo, yeah. um, a lot of people time. clown me for it left, too. So let's, 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 let's do this. Let's say this. Coach of the year, coach of the year man. Who want to go first for Coach of the Year? I'll go first, man. I think this dude probably, right. he could have deserved it. Maybe, oh, you know, the last two seasons, maybe this is the year. They got some extra help on this team. I got Quinn Snyder of the Utah Jazz winning Coach of the Year. Mm. That was mm. last year, but. I'm going a different going a different direction this year. This year I think they're gonna I think they're gonna give it to Doc Rivers. Um, I think the Clippers are gonna have an amazing season and, and, and you know they are they love Doc Rivers anyway. And I think Mike Malone is gonna be the one that's run. I think Doc is gonna just barely beat out Mike Malone for the Nuggets. Um mm-hmm. who the NBA feels has the best center in the league, but that's either here or there. Yeah. Um, I was gonna bring that up right after we finish this this uh the players. Yo. Be awesome. Yes, sir. I got, Mike, uh, I got Mike Malone. Mike Malone is coach of the year, man. Yeah, okay. it's written. Okay. It was written. All right. Well, stand right, stand mm. right with, stand right with you. So, who you got for defensive player of the year? Uh, uh I got Rudy Vitesse. Um, that's who, yo. That's who I got. Uh, yo. Shout out no, to stop. Embiid. Shout out to Embiid. Um, you know, but I, I can never count on his health. Uh, and right. he, you know he gets a little bouts of softness and shooting threes, and so I don't know. I think he's lying. He said mm-hmm. he lost twenty. He, I, I I did tune into about five minutes of a preseason game the other day just because I was flipping past it. I didn't know they were on. He, he lose twenty. How many threes? How many threes he shoot? How many threes he shoot in that four. five minutes? None in that four. five minutes span. Four. <laughs> but okay. yeah. he ain't look like he lost twenty to me. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, I got Rudy. I got Rudy with that. cash, man. Because Rudy, what else does Rudy do? But but defend, and he's on the floor Rudy for a long yeah, Rudy. time. Shout out Rudy, to Rudy, Rudy, uh, Rudy Hopefully, he ain't crying and and getting emotional over his uh, All NBA selections and all that. Well, like him and your man, him and your man. I hear they've been running a nice pick and roll, so he might get some pick and yeah. roll buckets this year. Um, him and yeah, uh, the point guard. Um, mine was between yo. This is one of the more difficult categories for me this season. It's usually not this hard, but everybody's circumstances oh, gives me a reason. It's between between Draymond, Rudy Poot, and JoJo. Um, and and if I got more than one in the category, it means I haven't picked yet. So I'm picking right now. I think the reason I got Draymond in here is because he and Steph are going to both have to up what they do because of everybody that's mm-hmm. missing you know, Clay to come back and all Starring that stuff. Title. I think Dre's going to be doing a little bit of everything though, so that might take away from his defense a little. I'm going to go with JoJo. I'm going to go with his health. And I think, you know, the voters just going to want to give somebody new to join anyway, but I think I think JoJo, I think it's going to be easier for him this year because he also has Al Horford down there to to make some noise, get things funneled into him. He's going to block a lot of shots this year, so I think they're going to give it to JoJo. Well, at least I think JoJo. I'm going with Rudy because 
Rudy, Rudy, that, Rudy is like he found Rudy a quiet town and tied it down. That's his award from here on out. He's a player of the year award goes to yo, he's a, Rudy Gobert. He's a specialist. <laughs> because I, JoJo could defend, but the thing is, like the the, the need JoJo yeah. to put up a dub a game. They need him to yeah, put up a game. You thought don't need. You yeah, know what, Jim? You need Rudy to sit there and defend. The reason I just named actually might be the reason JoJo doesn't get it. Because when they need him to score, they're probably going to put Horford on the best big man. Because he's yeah, a lot JoJo. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I already said it. Stick much. with it. My pick was okay, trash. So now moving on, um, I'll start this one off as the, the most improved player. I'm going to the most improved in the world. I'm going with Terry Rozier. I'm going to tell you why, right? Because Terry Rozier had an off-season last year with, with Kyrie coming back and all that all that nonsense. And now Terry Rozier is in Charlotte. And, um, you know, he get all Kemba's. And Terry about to let that thing fly. Terry, he about Terry to let it Rozier. Go. He about to let the whole y'all dummies. He about to get Terry, his Jay Reed on. I think Terry, now that he got some freedom to be who he think he is, he's going to find out that he's not who he thinks he is. <laughs> Yo, Terry gonna shoot fifty percent, but he gonna let it fly. And then, and then, and then finding out how good he is. Don't on your dumb ass, scary Terry. You ain't scary. Yo, I think Terry's gonna prove to be serious. And then Terry Rozier finding out how good he is, he gonna he gonna put it up fifty times a night and average him right. a good twenty five. But go ahead though. <laughs> For me, I got two names. I think the first name is who I want to get it. <laughs> um, Markel Fultz. Of course, he has. No, he has the potential to get it because he can't go anywhere but up from where he was. He can get on Orlando, you know, work his way into a starting spot and average like 15 oh. points a game. Then he got it locked up, locked up. Um, but I'm gonna go with. And this is weird because this dude was already balling last season. I'm going to go with Pascal Siakam. And I'm going to go with Pascal Siakam because the way he was playing with Kawhi in the building. Now, Kawhi gets to leave and Pascal gets more of a leadership role. I think he could, you know, possibly put his scoring up into the 20s now. He averaged about 16 points last season. Mm-hmm. I think he's like moving to more of a leadership role. And from what you'll see later when I do the, the actual teams, a lot of people think they might fall out. I think the Raptors are still going to make the playoffs. I think he'll be a big reason that they do. So um, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, I like both. I like, I, I, I like both of those picks, um, you know, because I actually had Scary Terry shortlisted. But uh, – just stole that thunder and pooped on Scary Terry. Said he ain't really scary. Um, my pick is Jonathan Isaac. Um, I think he is headed for start. Jonathan Isaac. All right. Yo, I just don't trust him because he got two first names. But anyway. Um, <laughs> six, Any on the team with Ken. the year award. going to be that too. Yo, six man of the year award out there. Um, By all accounts, he's going to be coming off the bench this year, but this is Lou Will's award until, you know, they decide otherwise. Um, 
Jamal Crawford's name is on the award, as far as I'm concerned, but he's done winning it. So Lou Willville has taken over that mantle. Um, but like I said, shout out to Kuz. This is Lou Willville because he's going to get in there and get all the buckets when Kawhi is low managing and and Paul George is injured. So Lou Willville. Yeah. <laughs> crazy part is, man, Lou Willville is like lead the, the he's a, they cheating. Yeah, they be cheating for him. He ain't no real six, man. Like, yo, Doc right. like with no, he ain't. Yo, he be playing thirty eight. He be playing thirty eight minutes a game. Yo, he be playing thirty eight minutes and he never come back out. Yo, Doc, Doc, yeah, Doc, wait twenty seconds to the game start to bring him in just so they can call him a sub. Like, come on, man, that's a cheat code. Yo, my six man of the year is going. First of all, shout out to uh, Kuzma because I think that you know um, he has a shot. I'm gonna give it to my my new favorite player in the league. And that's uh, Spencer Dumb Liddy, because that's what I call him, because it's Dumb Liddy, my man Spencer. Um, yeah, he's a um, Dumb Liddy. He got game. His game, Dumb Liddy. Yeah, he got game. His game is Dumb Liddy. His game, Dumb Liddy. So, Spencer Dumb Liddy, I got him winning the Sixth Man of the Year Award. B. Austin, who you got? Damn. Damn, Jim. I'm going to stop going last. I got Spencer. That's what she I got Den Dumb Liddy. All right. You go first. This new one. All, all right. right. Well, well, I go, I go, all right, how about this next one? The next one is Rookie right. of the Year. Who you got, B. Austin? Start the train. Now the joy of yeah. my yeah. world. I don't I mean, even think who else could it be. I don't think he's particularly skilled, <laughs> and he's sitting out of the preseason game tonight for knee soreness. But yeah, yeah. well, yeah, like, because yeah. you know what? I, I, like, I think the double. ball could not play. That's my he cannot play, and they're going to give it to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He cannot play. Yo, and I noticed, yeah. and it may it may be it may be early to say this, but, yo, they look like they got out the way when they came down the lane, like they got out of the way. See, but for me, with Zion, it's not about now mm-hmm. for me. I think Zion now, with his athletic ability and the fact that his knees are still intact, he can go – Trip into nineteen and ten as a rookie. By accident, yeah, he got from now. If he hasn't developed any discernible skills, and those knees start to keep him on the ground a little bit more, that's when I worry about. Then Ryan. he just like, start. I think then he, he just Darvin Ham. Right, like I, right. I don't think he could be a bust. Like he's gonna be good in his first few years in the league as far as statistics go, but he could be a fizzle out. Later, like yo, Zion used to be good. He could be, he could be like my man. Um, my man, he got his money before he fizzled. The point guard ball from the Nets. And oh, yeah, um, Deron Williams, Aaron Williams, he just fizzled out. Deron. I really thought he was yeah. the best point guard in the league at one point. He just fizzled out. So Zion gonna be a fizzle. Yo, he was not gonna be. Like he a, be a yo. Deron Williams, because I, I somehow came across his IG page. I think he, like, double-tapped on uh, some young lady's page that I was uh, perusing. And I came across his page. And, you know, all he do, all he do every day now is play golf. I'm like, yo, life must be nice. He literally just plays golf every day. Anyway, um, yeah, all day. and he posts pictures about his golf play. Yeah, so, uh, Casey Mack in the, in the right. group chat wanted to put a couple things out there. He said his most improved player is going to be Lonzo. He thinks comeback player is going to be Chris Stapps. And he said – um, MVP is about to get to. He believes Kawhi will win MVP, his first regular season MVP. Um, Basketball got to so come back. Relax. For those picks. So, 
I didn't know the NBA had a comeback player yet. I think I think I think, I think he just made that up. Come, I think comeback there uh, will be isolation. Joseph of it is most improved. I, I don't think they have it. Yeah, he said comeback player of the year. Yeah, Ain't that like NFL, NFL award or something? I think his Lonzo pick is a good pick though. He could be most improved. I be off maybe ben, MVP if ben Simmons hits ten threes, he's gonna be most improved. So. Wait, before y'all go on, I gotta tell you, Skyview said Mike Scott moves the six man and takes home the hardware. Yo, is weed is it legal in Vegas? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you, you tripping? Yo. You homering? You homering? And it really doesn't matter like where you come in. If you come off the bench, you're, you're up for the award. You don't really have to be the first Yo. the bench. But I, that's still a cannabis. My bold prediction. That's a my bold prediction is whoever gets my bold prediction is whoever gets the most votes for six man is going to win the six man award. Oh, um, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. Wow. You're right. And nice. I think anybody who gets nice. like, the second most votes to the last, they 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 probably not going to win it. So um, true, true, <laughs> true. Be Legend Derry. Uh, my MVP shout out to the Joker. He will not win it. Uh, shout out to to Steph because you, I think you're going for the scoring title. And shout out to the sellout, LeBron. Uh, but the winner of the MVP is going to be that African, the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo will be. Yo, the MVP. It's funny because now that now that you go first, you taking my because um, I do think the league's going to try to give it to the Joker. Especially in that list that um I just shared with Dev about they saying that he's the best center in the league, so I think they're, they're trying to like you know he ain't got they trying got to, no you know the NBA get on they, they the NBA get well, on he their, ain't got no muscle where they not a player just like last year when it's like it was a done deal the day one that Greek Freak was going to win it I think that um they're going to try to give it to the Joker but I think the Greek Freak is about to go up to another level like the Greek Freak yeah. has gotten better mm-hmm. every season. Yeah. So my, yo, I don't know what he gonna show. Yo, he he's shooting back three. Yo, he's shooting three. Yo, he's shooting. Yeah, he might shoot four pointers. For me, the names I have so, written down are Giannis, Steph. I just don't think Steph's ankles are gonna stay healthy enough to get him another one. Um, yeah. The beard, I still got him in the mix. I think everybody forgot about him. And then you got Brian and Bry. I think they're kind of gonna cancel each other out. I also think you know LeBron might load manage his way out. Um, AD might be injured a lot, so he might not be out. I, and I don't even think they need to try to go for that. I think the Lakers in this situation no. need to just try to win as many games as they can because once they get to the postseason, you know, that they're good enough to win the chip. I think they should just focus on that and leave this alone. I want to say Giannis, he's the pick. I'm going to go with the beard again. I think he might get upset that people are Ooh. like – um, you know, no, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do that, man. The type of clothing he, he wears, I can't do it, man. Yeah, new move where you yeah. Yo, the moves. Plus, plus, I know. Can y'all listen? I want y'all to think about one thing, yo. Him and Russ on the same team. Can you imagine a fashion show every night they gonna try on? Yo, yo, I'm cool. I'm cool, man. Yo, he goes into the Rico Hines run. Yo, listen, I'm not. I'm not even being funny. I know y'all gonna laugh. He goes to the Rico Hines runs with diapers on. I, and I, 
I, I see no way in hell that Russell Westbrook can average ten assists playing with 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 Beard. Beard dribble too much. No, it's not. No not way they're gonna average Yo, assists playing. They're gonna be pulling right. up to the arena. It's gonna be looking like gonna be looking like an Atlanta barbershop. And if y'all been under there, y'all know what I'm talking about. But anyway, <laughs> real quick before we we got the rapid fire our season picks. Um, but before we do that, I want to let y'all know what Jimmy was talking about. Who was this? Uh, I don't. Oh, it was the NBA GM survey. Yeah, the AB, best yeah, player GM. at each position. They have Steph Curry as the best point guard in the league. James Harden as the best shooting guard. Kawhi Leonard as the best small forward. Ooh, they disrespecting Brown. Um, they got Giannis Antetokounmpo as the best power forward. I don't even think that's the position he played, but they got to get him on there. And they got Nikola Jokic as the best center in the league. Real quick, where who would y'all replace? You know, what would y'all replace on this list? I um, probably just go. MD I think for, you can make the argument. All of the day. Yeah, I think that's the only one I probably would change. All the other ones, you can make the argument for the people they have up there. And yeah. you know, I guess like it's it's tough when you talk about best versus hottest. Because I still think Brown might be the best small forward, but at the same time, you can't argue Kawhi because Kawhi, like, had like you know his illmatic season last year. Yeah, yeah, I might, I might, I might go um, Brown and and Embiid, change it like that. But um, Giannis played like four of these positions, so I guess they had to throw him in there somewhere. All right, so um, Giannis play point guard. Yeah, y'all want to wrap this fast. Yeah, yeah, rapid fire. So basically, what team? What team do I think make the playoffs that didn't go last year? I'm gonna say the Pelicans. Um, my conference finals, I got Rockets and Lakers in the Bucks and Sixers. My NBA finals, I got the Rockets and the Bucks. NBA champions, I think that the the fashion show is gonna um pull it out and the Rockets will win the entire thing. All right. Um, I'm drinking Kool Aid all day <laughs> in the West. Um. Easy pick for who's going to make the playoffs who didn't last year, the Lakers instead of the Thunder. I'm Damn, I forgot about the, that. I'm looking at the Mavs, but I see the Spurs Yo, maybe take, getting that eighth spot, and the Mavs just missing I out. The Lakers ain't make it. <laughs> so the, the 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 Lakers instead of the Thunder is the only solid one that I have. In the other conference, we're just going to swap Florida teams. I got the Heat making it instead of the Magic. Um. In 2016, I said 76ers would be the 2020 NBA champs. This was when we were still the worst team in the league. We were acquiring assets and all that stuff. Everybody I knew that I said that to personally laughed me out of the, the, wherever we were talking. Um, it could happen. It could happen. Conference finals, Lakers-Clippers, Sixers-Bucks, NBA finals, Lakers-Sixers. But this is where I jump off of my pick. I got the Lakers winning it all. I drank that Kool-Aid. All right, B, hurry up. We got 30 seconds. Okay. Oh, hey. Yo, um, well, oh, B, B, B will put his books uh, somewhere else online. Follow B off <laughs> at Sword Epiphany. But, yo. No, 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 no. Oh, man, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Yo, Lakers, I got Bucks, Sixers, Lakers, Warriors, NBA Finals, Lakers, Bucks. And I got the Greek freak as the champ, aka the Bucks, are no longer yeah. the stuck. Let's get All that right, bad. Yeah, so you got you got you got you got the Kareem chip. 
Anyway, man, thank you, brother. Show, for, sir, us for another the show the is world. over. But if we don't end the show, Shout then the show me. won't be over. Yo! Wow. All right, let's make this brief. Shout out to shout out to everybody who chimed in in any way possible. Special shout out to Gus Griffin. Special shout out to Rob for the uh, um, obvious, um, you know, points he made. Shout out to everybody, man. And so, <laughs> shout out to everybody who watch NBA this week. Enjoy the NBA. We love y'all. Catch everything we do. Go to our hub, warmsports.com. You can find everything we do there. That's warmsports.com, warmsports.com, warmsports.com. Pick up my book at sportsthebook.com or at the hub. WarmSports.com, but until next time, everybody, accept mediocrity, be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top. Because if we see you chumps on top, we'll see you on top. That means y'all at the top. War Room Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.